I can't hit the button anymore, Spencer. You can't hit the button anymore? Is your finger too yeah. sore and and ruby red? Well, it's... I think, we're, I think we're both have different ideas now to introduce. I was going to say that I can't press a new sponsor button because we've, our sponsor's returning. Uh, okay. It's the, it's the same one from from last episode. It's Put This On, the Put This On shop, sponsoring this episode of Sound Direction. That's right. They are uh, our sponsors once again. Uh, and awesome. Ethan, I understand that they have new stuff on this site. That's right. I heard from a person who works there that there are new things every week on this on this website because it's one of my favorite places to go shopping for vintage because we can't really thrift and we can't go to the flea markets. And I know Jesse has good taste because I have thrifted alongside of him. Uh, I've run into him a couple of times. So yeah, we shop, at, uh, we, shop, we shop in the same places. Uh, but yeah, there's tons of good stuff. Anything that you're looking at right now? Yeah, I'm looking at the Mayan calendar ring. I think we talked about rings last time, or buckles. I can't remember, but I, hey, I... I, I mean, it's like, that's one of the somewhere. things That's one of the things that I think that put this on shop. They, they have some of the best in the business in terms of, like, uh, uh, really, like, cool, unique jewelry. Um, that's right. And, I mean, yeah, this ring, this ring, no exception. Yeah, it's like 2012 all over again. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, um... Yeah, tell us about it. Uh, I don't remember that movie, so uh, all I know is that John Cusack's in it, and then they go on the Ark. Well, does he wear a Mayan calendar ring in the movie? No. <laughs> he should have, and he could have gotten one from the Put This On shop. Uh, That's I was right. looking at, I was looking at. There's an LBJ like uh, cowboy so hat good. pin. I'm That's like so a big good. fan. I like I you know, I like US history. I like collecting like presidential memorabilia like a big That's fucking right. nerd. And yeah. yeah, this one's like this one I think is just like really cool. It's a very it's very small. It's like half an inch, uh, if I recall correctly. Where do you um, put these though? Uh you could on. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh no, I would I would put this on like, you know, a denim jacket or something like that, like a little okay. fun piece yeah, of swag. Go. Um yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, there's tons of new stuff. Like we said, there's stuff uh, being posted every Monday. Um, and the best part is right now you can get free shipping with a special offer code. And that, of course, is Sad Ship. And that's going to apply to most everything in store with the exception of a couple uh, oversized items. But uh, everything that we talked about uh, just now, you'd be able to get free shipping with the offer code sad ship all one word yeah let me know if you want me to explain exactly what that means to because you. he was like very thorough last time <laughs> hopefully I actually he, i actually was talking now? to a f well i do but one of my friends i was explaining to him and he didn't get it either so i'm gonna say it one more time just okay. in case <laughs> it's that if the shipping costs twelve dollars uh and under twelve dollars it's free if it's over that which is so twelve dollars uh, or more, so. you pay for shipping. Twelve dollars or less, it's free. I don't think we have to talk about it. There, well, that's <laughs> the it. Next maybe, episode. maybe the next episode uh, that we get sponsored on, uh, we don't have to do that. But that's it. Use sa uh, code SADSHIP for free shipping on most items for things in the PutThisOnShop.com. Check it out. Let's get on with the episode, baby. Helicopter hands. Bye. Wait, not bye. -bye. Hello. <laughs> now you know. I'm just gonna keep that in there. Perfect. 
everyone. Good evening and welcome. You're you're very presumptive about uh, what time they are listening to this episode. Well, you see, the thing is, I, I've actually programmed, I've worked hard with MJ, and okay. we programmed it so you can only listen to this in the evening time, wherever you are. And if you're listening to this uh, any other time... You have to tell us, because your challenge not started. going wrong. Oh my god. <laughs> You'll know what that means. Yeah, soon. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, tell that to Dan, tell that to Dan Harmon. <laughs> oh, what did they get to leave last time? Call back. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot the Call. lore. Dan Harmon was here last week or two weeks yeah. ago. Of course. And depending on how you how you started your adventure, he either left because he had laryngitis or because I offended him with my fa- with my failure on. Community I completely lore. forgot that we had Dan Harmon, creator of Community and the podcast yeah. Harmon Town, I'm, I'm, on our podcast. I'm looking at the signed headshot that he gave me as proof before he left. You know, before we got on his bad side. Yeah, I'm looking at the yeah. metrics of this episode, and we definitely got that Harmon bump. Uh, v- views are HB. up a million percent. Um, we just got bought out by Spotify. They're firing Joe Rogan, and now we host the Joe Rogan Experience. They're not changing the name. Yeah. I can't wait to get on Ben Shapiro and uh, Jordan Peterson when he gets out of his coma. <laughs> That's right. Is he still alive? <laughs> I don't Has I anyone don't heard from him in a while? I haven't heard from him for like a year. Last time I heard, he was like in a weirdo I'm, Russian I'm prison. I'm kind of sad. Yeah, I'm kind of sad he that he's not now. like active because a lot of my, I'm pretty sure a lot of like my, my political opponents, and I call them that whenever people DM me, but I'm pretty sure they're all like big J heads, J, JP heads, mm-hmm. uh, not Jurassic Park. Um, but I think that because he hasn't been active, I haven't been having that much anymore. Well, um, bummer. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, but yeah, sorry. This is not a political podcast. This is this is style and direction. It's a menswear podcast without the stuffiness and without politics. Just kidding. That that that, creep, that creeps in because there's a whole two episodes about it. We did two uh, episodes your... about it. Go ahead and listen to those. Yeah, I think that's our. Think talk about best metrics. That that actually might be our best metrics like mm. ever. That's the one. Uh, that's but... the reason we're hosting the Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah, they heard they heard what we did with Young Chomsky. Like we want yeah. those two guys. We don't we don't need any of this whole centrist, uh, like fucking macho guy. We need yeah. we need Spencer and Ethan. Uh, but my name is Ethan M. Long. Uh, and I'm Spencer. I am, yeah, we uh, we talk about menswear. We're fresh from a stream we did last night. Um, but hey, you you don't hey you guys listening? You don't know if that, that was like Wednesday or Saturday. That, that was twenty one hours ago. I would not say we are fresh from it. <laughs> that was a while ago. But like freshly picked, what does that mean? What are you talking about? Wait, we're picked? <laughs> Who picked us? No, like like when you, like usually when you say something's fresh, it's like you just picked it. But like, how long does it like for that word? To well, like I guess fresh? I guess you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to uh, this is this is a this is a an issue for the FDA. I think you're gonna have to talk to the FDA about this. I don't know who I don't I can't even I can't yeah I don't know enough about the FDA to keep this bit up. <laughs> Me neither, no. <laughs> I know three um, things about the FDA: food, drugs, administration. Administration. <laughs> That's it. Federal drug Federal Drug Administration. Federal Body Inspector. <laughs> That's right. My favorite my favorite mug. That's it. It's it's very funny because at first glance you look at it, you're like, oh, FBI. Wait, wait FBI. Minute. That's that's just a regular button down organization. And then you're like, holy hell, this guy's paid to inspect female bodies and he has a t-shirt about it. 
And a mug and a cap? How do I get that job? Yeah, how do I... Which which mall kiosk man do I have to go to to get those things? I want to, like, take the scene from Oh, man, those guys driver. are probably out of a job now, right? Oh, no, they probably are. Um, R.I.P. I want to take a, the scene from Taxi Driver where Tra- Travis Bickle is talking to, like, the Secret Service agent and, like, being mm. like, you know, I want to be a Secret Service agent, too. I, I bet you get to carry a big gun. But he's talking to a guy wearing a, a female body inspector t-shirt. Oh, yeah. That's my that's my joke. There's your there's your joke. Uh, I don't know how to segue this to our topic of the of the e- of the evening, um, but it is about the navy blazer specifically the navy blazer with brass buttons. That's right. And ki- it's kind a, of it's a, a long winded way of... of putting it. I talked to Ethan when he was writing the article. I'm like, why don't you just call it the navy blazer or the brass button blazer? And he said, no, because it's the navy blazer with brass buttons. It has to be yeah. that many words. Yeah, first off, SEO, hello, that's my, well, hey, it used to be my job. I mean, I guess it kind of is, it's my hobby. Um, it's SEO, <laughs> SEO is my hobby? I, I I swear to God, I bet there are, like, digital marketers out there who literally, like, have that shirt. I That's that's awful. Man, tell that to the female body inspector shirt. Tell that to the drug inspector. <laughs> Um, but okay, so uh, the reason why it's it's called that is because um, first off, not every navy. I mean, okay, so the navy blazer, as we've been, um, as 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 we kind of know it, has been like kind of you know it's nautical and military in origin. And back then, it, it was it was a navy blue like mm-hmm. wool jacket with brass buttons. That's yeah. the original version of it. And today, if someone, you know, talks about an odd jacket sport coat or whatever, they just they sometimes kind of call it a blazer. I know it's not technically correct. I know that Gentleman's Gazette will tell you to be super specific. But regular guys in the street, they don't really fucking care, right? Yeah, blazer and, so, and sport to... coat is usually used interchangeably. That like when I worked retail, I got that question all the time. People like, "What's the difference between a blazer and a sport coat?" Um and you know what? I, I get. I, and now I, you can send them this episode. I had to send them this episode, uh, but I don't work there anymore, so I'm gonna have to track down all my former customers and tell them to listen to my podcast. Hi, you, you're re- you're receiving a call because you uh, a couple months ago you had said <laughs> you had asked me what the, the difference between a sport coat and a blazer, and I just yeah. wanted to let you know that I went in depth on the topic. Listen to this podcast. It's called the Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> now on Spotify. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so like so basically, not every so colloquially, not every blazer is isn't navy, right? And this is also true, true for us because I mean, or at least for me, I actually own a like burgundy blazer. I mean, do right? we really and, want really quick want to just say a, what a blazer is? Like when we were talking about a blazer, maybe not even the brass button navy blazer, but just a blazer in general. What it what it is? I mean, yeah, go for it. Okay, well. <laughs> Uh, I was just gonna say. I mean, it's like it is. I well, I get d- the blazer has to have like brass buttons, right, or just like metal buttons of some kind. Is that part of the? See, definition? the thing is, I don't. The thing is, I don't. This is why I I I, t- I said the whole title is all together because I I knew if I called the navy blazer, people might get like they don't know what I'm talking about. So yeah, if I just said blazer, if I just said brass button blazer, people wouldn't know because we've also seen as we get later on, there are other jackets that have brass buttons, pewter buttons, or so on. So that's why I called it the navy blazer with brass buttons because I don't even know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your answer. So if you were asking what the difference is but, between yeah, a sport coat and a blazer, but, the answer is who knows. Yeah, but anyway, like so, the original navy blazer 
with like a nautical military origin. Um, there is like you know, there's a do- lot of different pieces on it. You know, the, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's something on style form. I'm, I'm sure like Gentleman's Gazette is probably Gentleman's Gazette. Yeah. Real like everyone, everyone's, yeah, everyone's written about these because this is yeah. like the Navy Blazer is something that you get told a lot. Oh, this should be like one of your first like casual jackets. It's like maybe yeah. you get like a charcoal or navy suit, and then you get a navy sport coat or a navy blazer. Um, yeah. So it's a very, it's like a very, you know, it's a, it's, it's a piece that like um, mo- most people uh, who are into menswear will have a basic familiarity with, or probably have one in their closet anyway. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't, I'm not sure people will have the navy blazer with brass buttons. Is, is okay. the issue. And that's why it's the focus of the episode because uh, I think that to a lot of people, because like for us, let's say like a Navy sport coat, right? It's probably going to be with uh, made of hop sack or mm-hmm. maybe flannel or, or sometimes tweed. Um, but it'll have like horn buttons, you know, three roll two if you would like that in patch pockets. I'm sure a regular guy would probably say, well, that's just a suit jacket because to them, a hop sack fabric, you know, with regular brown dark horn buttons is not going to look different. But you see the navy, like a navy-colored sport coat with brass buttons. People are gonna be like, okay, that's that's different, and that has a whole bunch of different connotations to it. And mm-hmm. again, if we're going through back through the history of it, um, you know, because of its like naval um, nautical origin, it kind of translated to um, like stat. It's like a status symbol, right? Because yeah. back then, yeah, you would see for, a lot for the military. With, like universities like social clubs, yeah stuff like because that. for military stuff it would be for like i think you know originally um the first time that you saw it it was like for a specific like ship i think like the hms blazer i'm not i'm not don't, don't quote me on that but I, that's like a thing i heard and so that kind of <laughs> that's gonna be the pull so quote now, from this now episode. the uh the different buttons have different meanings to it too so when it gets to like you know later on like the 1800s or whatever you know 19th century uh 20th century um 21st these century. jackets 22nd oh my um, god Duck Dodgers. Um, as you get on, you know this jacket became kind of like a status symbol because you would have special jackets for uh, for rowing. You know, the, eventually the navy blazer became like a rowing blazer with the nautical stripes, also with brass buttons. Um, you'd have like school blazers, right, for stuff for, like university. You have like society blazers, you know, for like social clubs or whatever. Um, and of course, that's why we think of it today as a very maybe not regal, but a very high class mm-hmm. item. You know, especially in, with Americans, uh, Ivy Prep, as as Ivy and Prep take after the British tradition. Exactly. Uh, um, this is this is so, something. If you, if you wear this, hey, you belong to something. That's the idea. Yeah, yeah. You you know, and it's funny. You know, and, and also like if you go to the country club, don't worry. I'm sure the kitchen staff will have an extra one for you to wear <laughs> if you don't if you don't get to to wear one. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of a weird piece that you know. Despite people saying you should have a navy blazer, this is not what they're talking about. They're usually talking about like a navy sport coat because the navy blazer has connotations. Even I remember in a Friends episode where uh, Joey becomes a uh, a like a docent at like at the um, at the Met or, or the Natural History Museum uh, that Ross gives him a job because Ross is a paleontologist, and they make a joke like, "Hey, Donald Trump wants his navy blazer back," and I, I'm, I'm guessing back in the early '90s, Donald Trump wore a blazer or something but it's like that thing where tennis golf he likes those things yeah and it's you know it's it's something that you know unfortunately uh over time it has become kind of like a meme in itself right like whenever we see because it's yeah it's very like you know the whole like 80s prep look which the navy blazer with brass buttons is very like tied to is is like that's like the douchebag look now that's like you know that's the that's the whole joke about it well i was gonna say it actually turns into something like a nerd outfit because we Mm. think of like prep school kids you think of like uh like uh michael um 
George Michael, George Michael yeah. Bluth, uh, in a couple of first seasons, he wears like a navy blazer with like his like an OCBD and like a oh, tie. Oh, that's right. And like khakis until and like, and like boat shoes until like when he's casual, he wears like a fucking Harrington jacket, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but it's like one of those things, and also like when, when people wear it, it also reminds people of uh, again of like museum like docents like like uh, like staff kind of thing. Um, so it's a little bit weird, but the reason I wrote about it, which you can read about, uh, which you can find in the uh, link in the description, yeah, uh, it took me a while to say that one, <laughs> uh, is because it's been kind of kind of having this kind of resurgence lately, and this is why it's it's also, it's also very pertinent to talk about. Uh, I know that this is coming out like uh, second half of October, but hey, we're in LA, and even though uh, the day of recording, it's actually kind of gloomy and kind of mild, at least where I am. Um, it's gonna heat back up. It's gonna heat back. Yeah, it's it's gonna heat back up. It doesn't um, so start. It fine. doesn't. It's still like summer for us until like late. Uh, and a blazer can be worn year round. No one exactly. I, mean, I think I think people think that it's like a uh, like a like a, a spring summer thing, thing. but yeah, yeah. it's it, it depends on the fabric, as with everything. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about why we like it, and sometimes even more than a navy sport coat, mm-hmm. and. Again, I think for so if I started off, I think again because guys talk about how um, a navy blazer should be the number one thing you get, and I, I still think it should be a navy jacket. I mean, a navy blazer is like the evolution of it, right? Kind of like how after you get like I don't know, after you get like a a black knit tie, you got to get like a rep tie. And actually, that's a very good uh, example because a rep tie is preppy or ivy. But it adds character more than like a plain navy tie or yeah, a plain true, black yeah. knit tie. It, it intentionally provides, um, you know, like an inherent ivy prep trad look to it. And so um, instead of just wearing like, you know, a Neapolitan jacket. And, and again, we're, we're using the term, if you haven't noticed, we're using the term navy blazer very loosely. Like it doesn't always have to be like an, a, a three roll two sack suit. Yeah, we are, like we, are talking about, we are talking about any navy jacket that has brass buttons on it. Um, yeah. The style that we like typically is very like you know ivy, like soft shoulders, three roll two stuff like that. But that's but not then after that, yeah. But yeah, that's not that's not all there are. is. That's not all there is mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and you know, I think uh, so. I have one because um, I thrifted it, and I guess you know, I guess it makes it easier because these things are fairly common. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, they're kind of hard to it find. Was... It's kind of hard to find good ones, though. At least yeah, I was gonna. Opinion. I was gonna say. I was gonna say like you can probably find a lot of them, and I'm pretty sure a lot of guys that like Dapper Day or people who read the blog or the podcast who um, like first get into men's like, oh, I found a blazer. It's super cool, but it'll be like a late '70s, '80s, '90s one where like you get the really low buttoning point again, button mm-hmm. pocket harmony, wide shoulder pads, uh, very baggy body and everything. So. Again, that's why we we like the three roll two sack suit because it's a bit easier to get right off the bat. Yeah, it's uh, like fairly classic, easily, quote unquote. Yeah, so if you can find those two together out in the wild, you, you you know you can find a good one. I again, I wouldn't say that you should get this as your first jacket unless you've got the balls to do it. Again, I didn't even have a navy sport coat until like a couple of years into my menswear journey. I'm sure you guys know that you know Spencer and I bought. We were at the mercy of vintage. So whatever mm-hmm. became available at like eBay or from these people that we uh, bought from in person, um, Navy jackets weren't that common. I mean, if you find tweed jackets, you find green, you find whatever. Um, but this one is a very intentional choice, which is why if, you know, like with white leg pants, if you are at a stage of changing things up, 
why not try the navy blazer with brass buttons and obviously like i said it's getting kind of trendy we're seeing a lot of resurgence in the um like ivy trads like coming back yeah. Um, not not like H and M coming back, but like, it's it's. But I mean, like, it's also like different. It's kind of like a little bit more subversive. Ah, good old water. That was my this impression. This is brought to you by pilot. Big Water. Yeah, sorry, PTO. <laughs> new, new sponsor. Hit new the button. sponsor, Big Water. There you go. The Hydra homies are all over this mm-hmm. one. Um, but yeah, so like you know, I've seen it being worn kind of all over of course this is like in the know you know if, if you know you know kind of thing but the guys at jay muser i mean it's no secret that like that um that matt woodruff and 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 chase are big fans of, of like 80s 70s 80s ivy prep um but you know husbands has a couple of jackets like that i just saw um peter zotolo um urban composition he had a navy blazer um uh, it was the inspiration there was a little bit different he was wearing like um He's like doing like a refined like yacht look, so he wore with mm-hmm. like white pants. Um, but like like uh, what's it called? Uh, Buzz Tang of the anthology has one. Um, so yeah, you do see it quite a bit in like recently. The some other guys from the anthology like Charles Lilfatia, all these guys absolutely great style. And I'm not gonna say I was inspired by them because I'm pretty sure I got some of my stuff concurrently. Um, but it's just kind of like we're all on the same wavelength, you know. We're all looking, we're probably looking at the old L.O. Bean archives, old Brooks Brothers archives, and that's how we're kind of getting to it. And so, uh, you know, a couple of months ago, when I was talking with Spencer about like whether or not I should have one, and um, I because I bought a ring jacket one, and I'll get more into that later. Um, I was telling him like I already have like a blue, I I, ha- I already have a blue. Uh, sport coat like navy blue sport coat and i have a vintage 70s blazer do i need a db one and you know me and him were talking about it um and he was like well the cool thing about this is like it's not it's not versatile it's like you're, you're well it, it is but it's subversive inherently because it's like you can't do it i mean you could change the buttons if you wanted to but like you know it, it's a little bit yeah, of a challenge wait, you're like, just, you're just, you're, what was the other jacket that you were looking at because there were uh, it was like between two wasn't it, it was so Spear, yeah. Spear and McKay had a DB jacket, uh, navy had a navy odd jacket, mm-hmm. but it was um, what was it? It was for uh, linen. It was 100 yeah. percent linen, and so I was like, oh well, I want one I can wear year round. And hopsack is something you can wear year round. I think I've talked about how I prefer cotton uh, over linen because cotton can work year round, but linen just. I can't wear linen with flannels. That seems weird to me. I can wear cotton with flannels. Um, and so I was debating like which one, even though I loved the cut of the ring jacket one more. And in the end I went with it. Yeah. So, but it's like, you know, and it's kind of like been an eye opener because again, it's all about either playing the whole idea behind the Navy blazer with brass buttons is either going to play into the, like the Ivy trad connotations, or you're going to subvert it because again, this, this jacket, you know, again, classic color patch pockets with the brass buttons it already signifies Ivy Trad. So either, again, you could play around into it, like, you know, you wear it with OCBD, wear it with, like, an, uh, with a tie, chinos, uh, white socks, loafers, or fucking wear it with, like, raw ham black jeans or something. Exactly. Like, you know, you just kind of subvert exactly. it. No, because so, it's like... And, and the, the double-breasted navy blazer, it's especially fun to do that because that is, like... That is, I feel, like, much more separated to a very specific, like, 70s, 80s, you know, douchebag yacht club prep. Um, yeah. More like more so than uh, the the single breasted uh, blazer, but that's not. No, I mean it's like I don't have one, but that is something that I've wanted for a while. And every time I watch uh, the King of Comedy, 
um there's a scene where tony randall is in it hosting uh uh jerry the jerry lawford show or whatever uh and he's wearing he's wearing like a double-breasted davy blaze with plaid pants and that's like one of my favorite just like 80s preps prep looks of all time just like the odd plaid trousers such a good look um but yeah every time i see that i'm like man i need to get me one of these yeah well let's get into each one by itself first um Mm. so let's start let's start with a single breast navy blazer i know we kind of talked a little bit about it um we said you know again they're not they're not always all good yeah Uh, most of the time they're not it's like it's kind of hard to find is especially if you're looking secondhand not necessarily if you're buying new but if you're looking secondhand it's hard to find uh good ones because there are just so many bad ones way more bad ones than there are good ones yeah exactly and it's 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 unfortunate um and some but sometimes if you get lucky it's really good like i found mine i think you know mine's like i think it's like part poly you know leading into the whole like uh 70s prep thing of it Mm. um but it's it's been really it's really cool and um yeah you know it's it's not that hard to wear like i sometimes lean like full into it there's an outfit of mine in the article uh that i'm wearing like a, a you know kind of kind of wes anderson i'm wearing like a red beanie with an oxford wide-legged um world war ii chinos with like sockless tassel loafers i think that's a cool way to do it um but something i i, I thought about recently too is that it's uh, and i wrote about this it's that um the metal buttons kind of make it edgy in a sense making it easier to subvert because it's kind of like a chore coat where like a navy chore coat where a navy chore coat can you know, it, it, it can replace a blazer if you wanted it to. I think Put This On has an article about, like, oh, here are the here are the top three Navy jackets to buy, and one of them is, like, the not Navy jacket jacket, you know, mm-hmm. or the, non, the non-sport coat jacket. And it's kind of like that, where, like, uh, I think that because of the brass buttons, it works a lot better to wear with, like, T-shirts as opposed like to, like, hardware. a regular sport coat. Yeah, it's, like, hardware. You know, it's kind of like the, the zips on, like, a... Uh, on like a leather jacket or something, you know, or or, or like the brat or like the the uh, the snap buttons on like a denim jacket. I think that's what makes it kind of cool. Um, so you know, wearing it subversive subversively is is a really cool idea. Um, I think that if your style leans more traditional, I would. Well, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear it with like regular chinos and like kind of like dad i would lean away from like the dad looks i would have to say like wear it with a chambray shirt if you're gonna dress it up wear it with like you know a a, a knit tie and wear it with like raw hem jeans and white socks and loafers you know do it like the edgy americana or Mm -hmm. edgy ivy as opposed to something that kind of straightforward i mean you can it's more like you are gonna get those looks because that's like uh, like that jacket's like it's like what i like i think we call it like old man yacht like jacket, I mean, it's like yeah. Of. The two way, the two ways it could come off is like you look like an old, like fat retired guy at a fucking like Newport Beach like yacht brunch, club. Yeah. yeah. Or or Cause... you look like or you look like a college Republican, like the like the fucking like Nazi kid in in Knives Out. Like that's the two things that you can look at or look like that. The, those are the two dangers, I guess. Uh, yeah. When it comes I, to I was gonna Navy say, Jack, like, uh, I think I've been around some people who were like kid or, or when I was a kid were like, yeah, you'd wear like a sport coat, but if it's like, you want to signify that you're being casual on a Sunday mm-hmm. at, at the yacht club, at, at brunch, at father's day, mother's day, whatever. Like my grandpa would put on like his Navy blazer because I was like, <laughs> Oh, it's a sport coat, but it's casual, you know? Yeah. Cause there's, you know, there's uh, the older guys, of- 
uh, of Curb where Larry starts wearing like a navy blazer and a bow tie and loses all his lesbian friends because they think he's a Republican now. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. So yeah, see. and it's like and it's like hard because it's like we talk about you know like it is kind of fun to lean into the prep look, but that's like that's also the perception that you're gonna have to deal with. Yeah, I mean, this is why we try, like, I mean, like, Spencer has a beard, I have a beard, I wear bucket hats, like, there are ways to kind of, like, if I, if I know I'm gonna wear, like, the, like, the navy, like, the navy blazer with brass buttons, single-breasted version, but with, like, a, maybe not a bow tie, but, like, like a, like an Oxford or something, you know, more traditional, I need to wear, fuck it, like, a, like a bucket hat. Mm-hmm. I just, I just have to just do something. it. Just something. Yeah, just to make it show that I'm not, like, I, 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 actually... What I do wear is a hat that says I am not a Republican and I love gay people. That is that's that's the hat to wear actually. It's so. a fun hat. Do you have a T-shirt on? <laughs> yeah, it's I, it's one of those things where I wear the T-shirt over my shirt and tie, like okay. like the, like like a like a company CEO or whatever. Like guys, we got these new. And t-shirts of course, on. the T-shirt says Coney 2012 on it. And fuck God. There you go. That's the T-shirt. Yeah, and a Republican would never wear that. <laughs> so let me just. They say, love Coney. Right? Yeah, that's right. That's why. That's right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, and um, so yeah, I have I have one. Uh, mm. It's a little bit small. I kind of want to recreate. I kind of want to wear or get another one. Um, and like we said, it's like it's easy to find, but also not easy to find. Um, I, I and obviously now because of COVID, uh, I am not thrifting as much as I used to. So I haven't really ran into it. Um, but yeah, mine's like a 60s, 70s one and, uh, it's, it's cool. You know, it's nice. I actually, I, mean, I actually like, like it has, it has a lot of great Ivy details. Like it's the three roll two swelled edges. It has wider lapels than uh, mine, which is earlier in the sixties, oh, which that. is, you know, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a bad one. It's just more like, you know, I, I'm very cognizant of like the pot, like the wool poly blend. Yeah. It's like one of those. Is this the only actually... like poly bit, like jacket that you still wear? Yeah, well, I guess my well my cotton suits have elastane in it, um, but this probably uh, has a yeah. higher count of polyester than the, the yeah, cotton it does. suit has. But yeah. it's a very it's a very light one. I, I you know I the label is like camp. It's it's like a very fun. I, I don't know where it's from. It could be from Hong Kong or something because the label's all in Chinese except for the, like the uh, the actual like brand label on like the and it has like you know it's it's in this like the. Uh, interior breast pocket mm. kind of like a 30s or 40s jacket and it says like campus jacket which i think is totally cool yeah um but i mean it's just because like the fabric's not that forgiving it doesn't stretch as much like as like a natural wool would have done um and again uh i'm not i didn't gain that much weight but it's still kind of not the easiest to wear um and i just i, I want to replace it you know is that um, something that you're like, oh, I want to find another vintage one, or is this going to be like, I'm going to get this like made, I'm going to get this commission? I don't know. Like, I, I was going to say like, at first I was I was going to be like, oh, I should just get like a brown check jacket made, but then it's like, I kind of lucked out this entire, uh, this entire summer with it, and yeah. so, uh, may- maybe I mean I like the idea. I think I mentioned in the article like, I think it's kind of sick when people make a. Neapol or like a bespoke jacket that's navy hopsack swelled edges but they add in like vintage buttons to it yeah i think that's pretty cool um i think i mean there's like a picture of like alex fetkovich wearing like um what i like the kind of the 70s disco mod version of it where it's like 
He's wearing, it's like a very broad, it's Edward Sexton. It's a very broad-shouldered, um, single-breasted peak lapel jacket, but with brass buttons or gold buttons, whatever. Oh, that's pretty and cool. And that looks kind of sick. And yeah. again, like we said, there's always variations of this kind of thing. And it's it's kind of it's kind of fun. I, I personally wouldn't do a, a um, you know, peak lapel uh, sport coat. Well, um, so what would you put, like, I mean, we, this may be a little bit, uh, we're jumping ahead on the outline, but what would you put on, like, your ideal uh, navy blazer? I don't know. I mean, I, it kind of sucks that, like, La Sierra never had a, uh, like, like brass buttons for, yeah. like, a society or something. Um, I don't know if I'm proud of it that much to wear that, but, I mean, if they did, I would but probably, I'm, okay, and I'm, like But I'm just talking matter. about, like, the details, like, you know, how oh, would it... Oh, I mean, yeah. it, would just, it would just be, like, my, 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 like my ascot chank jacket just with, just with, those, with those buttons hmm. on it. Um, okay. I think that, um, I, I think, I forgot who it was. There's, like, a, there's like a store in, on German Street that has a bunch of buttons uh, on, near Savile Row, um, and that's cool. I think I would find, find and source vintage buttons. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I recommend that in my style form article when I'm pushing for it. That's the difference between uh, the style form article and mine is that I'm selling a different idea for each one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think that crest uh, single breasted Navy jackets are pretty damn cool. Maybe you should talk about yours. I mean, yeah. So I do have, uh, I have a sixties crest blazer, um, which I've worn a couple times and I wanted to break it out uh, recently, but unfortunately I need to, I need to, I, I noticed some schmutz on the sleeve. Uh, so I need to take it to the dry that? cleaner. I don't know, just some food or something. There's just some. There's a stain on the sleeve, and I need to take it to the cleaner. But I don't have anything else that needs to go to the cleaners right now. Everything else <laughs> is just like machine washable. So it's just yeah. been sitting sitting in a laundry basket for like a while. Um, but yeah, I got this one from a like a random thrift store in Glendale. Uh, it is it is like the the most fucking like ivy jacket that i own because it's you know like i like ethan said it is literally like a school crest blazer it's from like the early 60s it has all the ivy details soft shoulders three roll two triple patch pocket uh it's got the hook vent yeah slim lapel and it's great i don't think i've i've worn this thing just straight prep maybe because i think the crest makes it republican yeah, they, well, the crest makes it easier, and I think more... I mean, it, it's just more interesting to do more rugged looks with it. So I've worn it with chinos, but they've been, like, you know, like, like rolled, you know, World War II chinos or whatever. Um, typically, I wear that with, yeah, like, military chinos, like Baker trousers or cargo pants, uh, or just jeans. Um, yeah. And, I mean, kind of going back to the 70s episode, uh, that, like, the, the navy blazer with jeans is a pretty cool 70s look. Especially if you pair it with, like, you know, a Western shirt, chambray shirt, going a little bit more into the rugged 70s look. Um, but, yeah, that's how I like to wear mine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how our friend Doug would wear his, too, because he mm-hmm. actually got... He got I, think, I, I, think, I have you know, no this pictures would, of it, unfortunately. This was, this was the cause of, I guess, a mini argument about button stance. Um, but, yeah, he has a 70s, like, H-bar C um western blazer so it has like the western yoke and everything uh and but it's it's, yeah western pockets but it's navy with brass buttons and i personally think it looks sick as hell um i mean i don't disagree that it looks sick as hell it just it just has the it uh, it has the disharmony it doesn't have the the buttons i'm sure we could find an example of it i'll do that when we stop recording and throw it in the show yeah you'll see you'll see um but Um, yeah like just yes subverting it is the easier is the easier and like maybe more interesting way to do it 
Uh, so that's typically how I wear mine. If I had like a plain navy one that didn't have the crest, I might do like a straight ivy look with it. Um, but with the crest, I'm, I, I dress it down more often. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like you know again making connections to maybe like a denim jacket with like patches on it. You know, mm. um, the hardware and the patch makes it more interesting um, to dress down. But then like an, a, a denim jacket that doesn't have that, you could. I mean, I think a denim jacket looks cool with like a, like a OCBD knit tie. I think that's kind of yeah. like a fun look. You know, kind of like a casual prep whatever. Um, but yeah, I, the the patches are an interesting choice. Um, well, that choice you. I just bought it. I go. bought it like that. <laughs> I chose yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think that there's a lot of um I've never found one in my size that would have that. And well, I think if do I you even do you, school, yeah, do you want a crest blazer? Probably I don't know. I mean it was it's kind of like I think that if it was the only one I found, like you know, like my like if it was like on the one I bought, I would I would probably still wear it the same way I do it. Yeah. But um because I didn't, I don't think I would buy another one. I think if I did want to like lean into like the very school, um, university student vibe, um, like vintage vibe, I would just get like a fucking straight up like rowing blazer. Cause that's, that's another way of like signifying like school mm-hmm. university prep without it being a crest and, and still being able to be wearable because even the armory has like a, like a ring jacket model they did with boating stripes on it. Um, but that's not the topic of today. It's just the Navy blazer with brass buttons. Yeah, so you're going to have to listen to the Boating Blazer episode, which comes out 10 years from now. When we finally buy one, right? When we finally buy one, that's right. Yeah. Um, so that's a single-breasted one, but what about... What about... What about the DB? Of course, that stands for double-breasted. Waistcoat. Shout out Ivan. Um, yeah, so this one's a little bit different, because this one is... I thought... I wouldn't wear this one very often because it's kind of wild, but this is like, it's fucking awesome. I mean, it's like, dude, the, the casual, like double breasted jacket. That's a thing, man. That's like a real, that's a real thing. And yeah, yeah, the Navy, the Navy like blazer with brass buttons and the white jackets are maybe the two like ideal casual, like double breasted sport coats. Yeah. So again, this one is literally just like a Navy, a Navy double breasted jacket with brass buttons. And these ones have precedent, too. I mean, you could even say that they are the original blazer because uh, when you look at old naval uniforms or, like, stuff that like, Prince Charles is wearing, like the whole, like, eight-on-four, whatever, six-on-three um, jackets, right? He's wearing, like, a you know, the, the, the like, it looks like an admiral thing, right? Like, or whatever. Like, it's got yeah. three rows of buttons. Sometimes it has the... Um, the gauntlet or the sleeve embroidery on it. Um, but... Uh, civilian ones don't have that and i you know i think that i wrote how you know i think the reason why these navy jackets became more popular not just in like the ivy trad world but like because it's it's like an accessible way to look rich right because of its connotations yeah it's like a um, very country club look yeah and the double one has a very loose feel again it's very like old school ralph lauren kind of thing um of course, depending on where you're getting and what you're getting it and how how it works, because like you know we've seen like vintage ones which have like very padded shoulders. Then I've seen again same thing with the single breasted ones. People commission double breasted jackets, um, but just with brass buttons. You know I think again the anthology has some there. Um, uh, Chase has one from um, yeah. Jay I'm Muser. looking at the I'm looking at the seersucker one uh, by the anthology. That one's gorgeous. 
Yeah, see, it's also proof that you don't always have to have like the navy blazer. It doesn't have to be it's, just like it's hop so sack loose. Or yeah, it doesn't have yeah. to be hop sack flannel. It could be it could be whatever. There are cashmere ones. There are yeah, because like Ethan Newton has like a tweed one, right, or like cashmere or something, right? It's fl- it's flannel. It's flannel. It's like cashmere, I think, something like that. Cashmere yeah. flannel. But that, his I mean, you can definitely have a... looks more. His looks like winter weight. That's something that you could definitely wear. Uh, yeah, to, to keep cozy. Yeah, and. Like, there's something cool about just again, like Spencer said, casual double-breasted jackets, especially when they're soft, because like the overlapping layer of, of uh, the overlapping closure just looks so cool when you have it unbuttoned. You know, you, it's good for pocket fisting. Uh, has a very, it's a much more loose feel, and because double-breasted jackets are just way more rare to find out in the wild than a single-breasted one, because I mean, you know, you go to a men's warehouse. Chance, I, ask, answer me, this, Spencer. How many double-breasted jackets did you have at men's warehouse? We had like you two have a or three. Yeah, we had like yeah. two or three, and that was about it. Yeah. See, you don't you don't have a lot of those like Mm-mm. out like you know even even now with hashtag menswear we're in late stage hashtag menswear you can't like J Crew had some but you never really see them. H&M yeah, they only had like they had like one a season. Um, yeah, not many not many people are making double breasted jackets. Yeah, and so when you add in the kind of prep, you know, when you when you have one, and then you add in the prep ivy trad whatever with the brass buttons makes it kind of a cool choice you know uh and this is also very popular in like J- japanese i mean the single breast one's very popular amongst japanese stuff with like beams uh united arrows whatever that kind of stuff like you find it but the double one is also very cool to find i mean even taylor cade he calls his the newport jacket i'm not sure why um, it's like a California style, and maybe well, I mean, I mean is I'm pretty it sure. Prob- I probably just Newport, Rhode Island. Just picked and just picked a oh, very shit, like, preppy, right. yeah. preppy city. Well, I mean, it's not just him. It was like uh, I think I included some screenshots of the of the illustrated book of Ivy by mm. Kozumi-san, and in there, there's a lot of different outfits with navy blazers, single-breasted. But he call he also calls a double-breasted one the Newport jacket. And for those of you who don't know, who aren't going to read it yet, the Newport jacket is basically a four on two ivy like an ivy style um or just a 60s style yeah it looks it looks more 60s it looks more 60s where i think the the one that you have looks a little bit more like 80s well yeah i was gonna say so the japanese ones they call the newport jacket it is a 60s style sport coat with like it's kind of a lower button stance got like you know the slimmer lapel swelled edges but four on two it and, still has the wide button stance, uh, which, which, which I mean, cool. I still, yeah, it still looks good. I think, I think it's still a good looking blazer. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, again, trying on Taylor Cade's one was super cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of proof that there's a lot of different ways to wear it. And then I have mine, which is from ring jacket made out of their balloon fabric. Um, and I know they have different ones. I think mine says the fresco balloon. So it has like a kind of a rougher texture, very open weave. Um, very cool. Um, my, fr- and it, the reason I got it is because it was my first ever, though the dilemma was I didn't have a summer or year round, um, double breasted Navy jacket, Navy jacket. Um, I have a flannel one from the thirties, which is a belt back, which is cool, but kind of hard to wear, uh, in summertime. And I kind of wanted to, you know, uh, I think you guys should know by now that my summer wardrobe is lacking in a lot of different departments. Um, which has been corrected over the summer. So I bought this one from Ring Jacket from their quarantine sale. And man, it's it's so fucking good. Like the mm-hmm. like the slightly the shoulders are pretty much on the money because I bought like their 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 D B style is slimmer, so I I got the right size for that one. Um but 
like it has this kind of loose feel again you can look over all of the inspiration ones some of them you know you wear it with like a, a uh, and i've also done this too you wear it with like a spear point or ocbd and tie and it it makes a regular menswear outfit more interesting because again a db is already rare even in menswear circles because i think some guys are still intimidated to wear dbs even if they are like menswear guys because you know uh people have this weird mentality that dbs are more formal blah 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 um but like you see the pictures of like buzz or even charles wearing it they're wearing it with like a tattersall shirt and like a like a, a tie and like gray flat gray trousers and loafers like it's it's normal but it looks so much cooler because not only is it db but there is brass buttons mm-hmm. you know it's such um, an intentional then, choice yeah so i i I, it's kind of hard because I, I I don't think DBs are inherently Ivy. I'm pretty sure that's been an argument on the Ivy style forum uh, for a while because again, I well, look, you know what I think is that they're a bunch of nerds. Uh, so who cares what they think? We are the real Chads. We're the real Chads here. Hanging Chads. You guys remember the Bush election? Um, so Brooks Brothers riot. That's right. That's right. Um. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a very intentional choice. Um, I, it's kind of hard to wear it again, Ivy style. Like, I don't think I would wear it with chinos, but like, I think it's perfectly fine to wear with like gray flannels, spear mm-hmm. point collar, foolard tie, knit tie, whatever. It's again, not inherently Ivy in that look, but it makes the look become Ivy by extension, you know, but it but, is also very equally able to be dressed down, and I've been fucking loving it, my guy. Like, it's so good. I've been wearing it, like, I think, so just a couple of weeks ago, uh, not a couple, well, a couple of weeks ago from press time, but from the recording, I wore it on the day I got Star Wars Squadrons. <laughs> and, you know, like, I've, I've been inspired by a lot of, like, what Ethan Newton wears, obviously, as you guys know, because you guys listen to the podcast. Uh, and he wears a lot of, like, you know, um, graphic t-shirts so I was kind of um, wanted something to wear to celebrate uh, Squadrons coming out so I wore it with black jeans and a Star Wars t-shirt and it looked pretty fucking cool because it's kind of like it kind of feels like you threw it on you know in my head it could be like oh I inherited this from my dad so I'm throwing it on with my fucking like with my black jeans and t-shirt kind of a thing you know i think that lots of again like i said lots of like that guys like my great my, my grandpa has a navy like has a brass button navy blazer and it just it just feels super cool when you just throw it on again the soft shoulders really help um and it's great because it just kind of it's a classy piece all on its own right it doesn't when i put it on with with t-shirts it doesn't feel like i'm trying to dress down the suit mm. it more it's more like i'm dressing up my t-shirt although that sounds bad too because we don't like guys who do that <laughs> i don't know i the mentality is kind of weird but for some reason it just kind of works with this guy like i've worn it with um with my anthology t-shirt the kind of knit the knit t-shirt which is really cool it looks so good with wide leg easy pants yeah. i so like the look jeans. that he did with it with the uh the western shirt and the navy tie that's a good look Yes. Wait. That's the last that? photo that you featured. Your photo you're photographed wearing it uh, at church. Oh, I did. Yeah, Raham Raham jeans and black ta- no, it, yeah, black tassel loafers with a navy blazer. Oh, denim oh shirt. yeah. Yeah, navy tie. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, that is probably top tier. Either I've been, I've been sitting on that outfit for a long time, waiting for this article to come out because it's so good. Because you, you had this written like a month or two ago. Yeah, and then we had the wide leg one, and then we had other stuff come out since then. Button pocket harmony, all that kind of shit. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was yeah. That's a great example because it's like, um, again, Ethan Newton kind of outfits people he wore it with like a like a westerner and some uh, like his bryceland's l30 like whatever 30 l33s whatever his version of the levi's 33s are <laughs> yeah um but adding in the tie makes it like kind of more me because i'm i'm almost always in a tie i seldom i mean i i, ha- I have gone tieless but i still like the idea of, of wearing a tie even if it's a casual outfit and it just, yeah, it just, it just fucking works, man. Like, I felt fucking hot. I, uh, like, not, well, literally, because it was a very <laughs> hot day that day. But it just it just looks so cool. Well, it's, Again, it's like, going back to that, like, you know, what we were talking about in the 70s episode, this, like, rugged sex appeal that comes with mixing, um, like, d- denim. Like, I'm sounding like a fucking, like, YouTube guy. It's like, this is how you maximize your sex appeal. But it's like, it, there's something that is, like, cool about it. Like, wearing tailoring with, like, workwear or Western pieces. Yeah, and then and it's the idea that we're taking this very trad piece and bringing it to, you know, something that's not really supposed to be there. Because I think that most guys would probably wear this look, but with a regular navy jacket, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a DB or an SB um, um, or a Game Boy, GB, GBA. Um, but it's yeah, this is it's that's what's been really cool about this this whole jacket. I mean, and that's kind of the theme of the whole episode. You know, it's like how like how to increasingly it, it, it could be just a, a case study on how to make tailoring much more slouchy and accessible and easy to wear and despite the connotations of this jacket um the navy db with brass buttons it, the navy blazer with brass buttons is really it's really cool um I'm trying to think of some of that i mean I, I wore it with like a minimalistic outfit i've worn it with like a black polo and gray um gray flannels with like black boots no black mm-hmm. black tassel loafers and um and like a black fedora um you know it there's there's a lot of different possibilities i could wear with it i mean i still I, enjoy when it, when, it gets, first... when it gets a little bit colder are you gonna be uh, are you gonna be layering with it because there's a photo that we included here uh uh can't find it right now but i mean it's like really cool to yeah so it's like there's pictures of guys wearing like the navy double-breasted blazer with like sweatshirts or sweaters and stuff like that uh, when it gets cold enough to do it, are you gonna be pulling off those looks? Oh yeah, man. I mean, I think that something that we've we've explored a little bit in the quarantine one um, and the sweatshirt article and everything is that you know, I would love to wear this with sweatpants. I think that'd be fucking dope. You know, mm-hmm. like this with like a turtleneck and sweatpants, white socks, penny loafers, super cool. I don't think I would wear this with sneakers. I have a weird thing. I, I me in general, I don't really wear sneakers with tailoring that like again by tailoring I mean like a sport coat. I don't really do that very often. You can listen to the whole sneaker art uh sneaker piece that came out like a couple a uh, couple months ago. Um but you know, when you have a pair of loafers like, you know, it's 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 kind of like a penny loafer in that sense too where a penny loafer is very trad, but we don't feel beholden to its trad roots when we wear them. Like I've worn, and you, you and I have worn like penny loafers with like yeah. t-shirts or or chore coats. And so this is the a, trad again, roots very... is my favorite uh, house band from uh, the Tonight Show. I think they're the best ones. They should totally do that. They should do a trad roots, and that's either they start playing like traditional music, 
and I, I don't know, like Gregorian chants, I guess. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, what's traditional music for you? Like, like yeah. <laughs> I was just say it's old chants, of course. Um, or they just start wearing like ivy clothes, or maybe they could do both. And I think Jimmy Fallon would love that. Yeah, he'd he'd start laughing and like and he'd tilt his back, clap, yeah. There you go. It's, I hate that because I do that on stream, and I I realized that kind of recently, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> You're Jimmy Fallon. You're the man himself. I can't wait for my cameo appearance in Jurassic World. Uh, I can't wait for your ride at Universal Studios uh, Orlando. That's a thing. He has a ride. There's a ride. There's a Jimmy Fallon ride. It's called Race Through New York. It's so weird. Because it's like the other thing is it came out like the first year of his show. And so like all the topical references and jokes that they're referencing are things that he hasn't done in like years. Oh my God. It launched yeah. on 2017. Replacing Twister the Ride. There's Twister the Ride? Fun. I think that was like one of the opening day ones maybe. We're going to have to like watch this on stream or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but you know yeah i think that the navy jacket um is something that people should consider you know i mean what, what do you what, what are your thoughts on the are, do you want one spencer i i do you think yeah i do i mean i do um it's uh yeah I, I still want one it's just that like you know i mean it's like even with the sale like the 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 ring jacket one was still a little bit more than i want to spend on tailoring right now 650 yeah or 750 something like that um, but it is definitely something that I want eventually. I mean, like, like I said earlier in the episode, something I've been enamored with is like the casual double-breasted, uh, uh, like sport coat, because as I am getting more and more casual, I'm like, well, rather than like throwing away all my suits or at least the ones that are like still wearable and not just like, you know, crazy vintage shit. Um, I'm like, how can I, you know, dress this down and incorporate it yeah. into my everyday looks? Uh, yeah. I and was so say... that's, yeah, that's a great way. That's a great way to do that. Yeah, because, you know, I think uh, hopefully p people understand is that, you know, from this podcast is that suits are suits and, and sport coats are intimidating because it's something that's so overt and something that mm -hmm. has a lot of connotations, especially the navy blazer with brass buttons. But with a little bit of like <laughs> creative accounting, um, you know, you're able to kind of take it out of that original context yeah. and then kind of wear it the way you want to. I mean, I, I've, I've hoped that all the looks I included, and if, hey, if you're interested in the in the Inspo album, feel free to hit me up. I can send that over to you. Uh, it's basically the same thing, uh, but there might be some pictures that I just didn't include. Um, but, you know, it's this idea that, you know, despite the connotations all my rage. and the history... Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in the cage. I was gonna say man in the cage. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> um, but yeah, despite all that, like this is this is a great you know it's a good jacket that actively is able to be dressed out, and I still routinely wear it. Um, without this connotation, I mean, one of the, my first outfits with it, I wore it with like a '30s brocade jacket, uh, brocade tie, and a beret. You know, and it's very it's a very Ethan look, but. It kind of works. It kind of adds to the look. I mean, obviously, you know, if you want something more minimalistic, something a lot more streamlined and, you know, versatile, if you want to call it that with quotation marks, um, then, yeah, a plain navy jacket's fine. But if you want something that's versatile in the sense of, you know, that, you know, subversive and everything, then 
try try the navy blades with brass yeah. buttons you know a uh, really quick lightning round maybe uh someone's listening to this episode and they say i already have a navy blazer or i don't have a navy blazer but i'm just not at all interested uh uh there are i mean it's like we you talked about you touched on this in the article there are a couple alternatives that kind of have the same vibes but mm-hmm. you know what this episode isn't about those and so i'm just gonna say uh they're they're cool but they're not as cool as the navy blazer with brass buttons okay um yeah. but uh contrasting buttons in general kind of like help uh, uh help with this look um yeah. so if you can if you can source like this is something that you saw a lot on like casual 30s jackets that i still love and i would love to track down like a shit ton of these buttons because i want to put them on everything but like the these like 30s kind of like amber or like you know caramel color uh like backlight buttons Oh those yeah, look, those look really great on like navy jackets. I had I had one jacket where I did that. Um, yeah, my, I don't think I have uh, it anymore. But yeah, my I think my my one of my thirty suits um, or forties, you know, my my navy blue suit uh, from that era had kind of like brownish, kind of like lighter mm. buttons. And then it's funny. Uh, what's funny um, is that Buzz Tang again, great. If you haven't seen the anthology, check it out. Um, but on one of his pinstripe jacket suits, he got like caramel buttons on it, and he was like, "Oh, I might swap them out." And I know that's not a navy blazer, but I told him like, "Hey, it's kind of like a '30s cool detail." There mm-hmm. were contrasting buttons back in those days, so check that out. Um, but yeah, there's a couple more too that Spencer's about to talk about. I mean, there's the pewter buttons. Yeah, um, which I I also like because it's like you know I I like silver jewelry like I. Um... I have silver rings that I don't wear very often, but I have a silver bracelet that I wear every day. So the uh, the pew- I, I I like silver. I like pewter, um, and those are a little bit harder I'll take to find. The, I'll take the wizard. Um, and it wouldn't be my first choice, but that's something that I would like to get maybe eventually. <laughs> I'm not personally a big fan of the pewter buttons because it's a little too seventies to me. Okay. Uh, just in terms of the vibe. Um, because again, you saw Peter buttons, not only on Navy jackets, but on like a lot of other types of jackets. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm again, cause like, again, like Spencer said, can't really go wrong with the brat, like the kind of gold brass buttons, whatever, because that's like the classic. It has been around since forever. Again, could be, it could be sixties. It could be eighties, could be seventies, could be nineties, whatever you wanted it to be. Um, but again, if you were interested in doing something a little bit different, you could do the pewter buttons, which, you know, mm-hmm. And especially with all these ones, if you source your own, that's always cooler too. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't see them as much on eBay, but yeah, like flea markets and stuff, or like random antique stores, you can find you can find some pretty good ones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we also talked we talked about the contrasting buttons. There's also the mother of pearl buttons, mm-hmm. like the white ones, and those ones um, are pretty cool. Um, you do see those. It's a very pity Womo kind of thing where you see like a like a like a colorful jacket with white buttons with like white pants. So not can't say I approve of it, but I'm sure that there are good ones that you could yeah. you know probably find or you know I'm sure that you guys would wear it better than the PD peacocks. Not that there's anything wrong with being a pity peacock, but I'm pretty sure you guys may not want that connotation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that those are really cool. Also vintage. I mean, you saw Mother Pearl buttons on um, on uh, Palm Beach jackets. Yes, that's um, right. So yeah. th- those are really cool to do. Um, and then, of course, uh, like silver. Like you could do like a silvery, like a bright 
horn button. I mean, that's kind of like a contrasting one, but like the silver one kind of combines the ideas of the pewter, but on like regular horn or backlight buttons or something like that. Those are all cool. And of course, you know, if you're in a position to commission multiple jackets, um, you know, have some fun with the buttons. Or if you like a project, you know, you could always buy the buttons and swap them out when the vibe calls for it. You know, <laughs> I won't right. do that. But, you know, that's um, that's basically w what it is, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, Navy Jacket, it's kind of, I guess, as the more we talk about that, you know, how, how we tie it into, like, DIY uh, punk style because of the fabric and the and the hardware on it, kind of feels like you guys could, like, customize it yourself, you know, with, like, and, and again, leaning further into, like, the whole skate punk idea, you know, find the buttons, put them on, make it, make it special because that's what they were at the end of the day. Like, these were for part of a club, part of a society, part of a university, part of a military thing. And hey, maybe we made sad maybe we'll make sad buttons someday. I don't know. <laughs> and we'll we'll add those to my to my ring jacket blazer. Sure, yeah, you maybe. Know? Um I'm pr I forgot. I think that Bryceland's did that. I think that when you buy a Brooks Brothers jacket like modern ones, uh, and they have the brass buttons, they all have like the little sheep on it. Um so that's kind of a cool a cool move there. Um, but yeah, try out the Navy jacket, whether it's single-breasted, double-breasted, and, you know, lean into it and subvert it, depending on your mood. I think that that's kind of the best way, because, uh, again, just with wide leg pants, just like with everything else that we've done, I'm pretty sure you're getting kind of tired of wearing the kind of same classic menswear look all the time, you know? And yeah. maybe it's time to, like, uh, to put the little old normal hop sack in the back of the uh, back of the closet and bring out the the navy blazer with brass buttons because that's actually what i've been doing i have not worn a navy jacket in a long time because i have been wearing my blaze my db blazer way more often mm. could be because it's new uh but i think it's just been surprisingly extremely versatile i've been throwing it on with a lot of different stuff um and it's just it's just so much fun and who who doesn't want to have fun girls, girls? just want to have fun exactly exactly any other thoughts spencer uh no i think we basically we hey, we covered this uh navy blazer thing quite well i think yeah and if you guys want to read the whole essay on it you can read both the style form article and the, the one i wrote uh mine is obviously longer and has way more pictures uh but you guys can check that out uh in the description of the podcast but i think uh that'll do it that will do it well, thank you guys for listening to the episode and us rambling on and on about uh, the Navy Blazer with brass buttons. You got to say that all the time. All the it's words. Like SEO. It's, yeah. like, it's like it's like it's an auditory SEO. Um, but the I more you say, it's special... like it's like a, it's a little pneumatic device. I don't know what it's helping you remember, but it's helping you remember something. Yeah. Tell us what the tell us what it triggers for you. <laughs> Um, but I also want to give a special thank you to our sponsor of the episode, the PutThisOnShop.com. That's right. Uh, so as we said at the top of the episode, they are posting new items every Monday, and you can get free shipping on most of those with the offer code SADSHIP. Doesn't apply to oversized items, but everything that we mentioned this episode, uh, you get for you get free shipping. Once again, that's yeah, I mean, offer code. You got that what if SADSHIP? What if you got the Mayan ring and then you looked at it and it said? You will buy this ring. I don't know if that's how the Mayan calendar works, because the Mayan calendar. I don't, I don't, I don't think, know either. I don't think is a pre like a predictor. I mean, it could be. It could be. I think it's just a calendar. Well, well, no. Well, I mean, like, what if it was written on it, like, oh, okay. in, like in English? 
Wait, so you so, already bought it, and then it says you will buy this ring? Because in that case, that's a pretty shit prediction. Hey, I don't know. You guys are going to have to buy it and find out. But the thing is, there's going to be new items every Monday. Who knows what those ones could be, right? That's right. It could so be a ring that said codes. you're going to buy this ring, and nobody knows. What about, who do we talk to at over there? Do we talk to Jesse to get, like, a ring that says, fuck God, Coney 2012? He doesn't make the rings. <laughs> you don't know that. Okay, I guess, yeah. We don't know. Oh, but anyway, thank you for this on for sponsoring the episode. And also a big thank you to our sad cast fanatics, the top tier patrons of our Patreon. You said it right. I got it right that time. I was so slow because I knew if I said it too fast, I would trip myself up. But again, these guys help help make the world go round, at least for us four. And by four, I mean Ethan, Spencer, MJ, and Matt. I was going to say Mike, but that's because MJ's my, his name is Michael. Oh, you're doxing him. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so thank you to Seth Peterson, Austin Malott, Eric Hall, Shane Curry, Philip Gagard, and Audrey Jessica. Um, all these people are pretty damn active where spencer i'll of tell course you where. they're active in the discord i told them oh that's right you did it's a great community that you can get into only if you are a patron of our patreon got it right that time too uh for just five dollars a month you can get act you can get um access to it there's a lot of great stuff in it they've been playing among us uh on there uh not exactly the way we would do it um but it is it's, it's a fun, fun time yeah, that you guys yeah, it's it's great. Um, so get on that. We that's where we host our live streams. Um, we come in there. We watch movies every once in a while. There's a lot of great stuff happening in the marketplace. I mean, we started this out by posting our own shopping links on eBay on there, but these guys do it's it themselves like too. Sustaining. We made a fucking yeah. Eco we're dome. like proud. We're proud pa- helicopter. No, we're proud boat parents because that's the opposite of a of a of a helicopter uh, which we established. Yeah, exactly. It's the lore. It's canon, baby. It's canon, you know? Um, and hey, if you guys want some more content, um, not only just by getting a bonus episode uh, from our Patreon, but if you want some regular free stuff, uh, watch us on Twitch. That's right. Twitch.tv. Yeah, twitch.tv slash style direction, all spelled out. You guys can find us there. It really um, sucks that we stylize our, our podcast name with an ampersand. But we're unable to use an ampersand in our email or any social media handles or the Twitch or anything like that. Yeah, and actually, we just got our YouTube.com slash C. Oh, we did? We did, baby. That's exciting. I I didn't even know about that. I I had to change it because it said originally our approved username was uh, slash style direction why you might ask because an ampersand cannot be used <laughs> in a url like that uh so i had to officially change her name to style and direction uh, all spelled out on youtube but that's where you can find the twitch streams the highlights of it if you are not a big streamer again obviously if you are a twitch if you have a twitch account we would love it if you guys join in the conversation on wednesday and saturday nights 8 to 10 p.m pacific standard time but if not watch the highlights on youtube they're really great um maybe more content on there in the future and by future i mean who God knows when. Um, but yeah, now we have it um, and, we, and we have it. So lots of stuff to find more content from Ethan and Spencer. Uh, to see our Instagram, my Instagram is at Ethan M. Wong. I'm Spencer DSO. Big thank you to Matt and MJ for producing the podcast. And we'll see you in two weeks, baby. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.